Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus who saved a people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. The word of the Lord. Uh, I'm joined with Dr. Albert Moeller. We're reading through the book of Jude this week on Our Daily Rhythm. Really interesting passage as we get more into the meat of the letter. It's so interesting to think about the work of Jesus in the times that we read about in the Old Testament. And it's clear here that Jude is drawing to the authority of Christ that he has always had. What are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, it's really interesting that this is such a short book, and we have already reached, in one sense, the climax of the book. Yeah. The most famous verse is Jude 3. Uh, I think about Jude 3 every week in my Christian life, mm. if, if not every day, then at least every week. Uh, because here we have Jude, with the authority of an apostle, speaking of the faith once for all delivered right. for the saints. And, and that's an amazing thing, because he is saying that Christianity— is one truth. It is one gospel, unchanging over time, unchanging over place. Uh, this is uh, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and yes. forever. It's just really important. And th- this is just an absolute no to the idea of an evolving faith. Or, yes. You, you know, so, some kind of changing or, or morphed Christianity. Well, and he anchors that, you know, all the way back in the time of Egypt, all the way back in the time right. of Sodom and Gomorrah. So this was Jesus at work then. Absolutely, in judgment and in salvation. Yes, that's right. He, yeah. he, now, what we he knew He saved him, Israel and burned the cities of, yes. of, of sin. Yeah, and how we understand his judgment, how we understand his salvation has grown, but it's the same Jesus. And I would even say today it's grown. I mean, how—I mean, it, it, the, the hearers of this letter, they could imagine— that the gospel would go to the ends of the earth, but what right. the ends of the earth meant and how many languages that meant. I mean, we have actually a better perspective today of the great salvation of God than even they could have in those days. Well, and we have the New Testament. That's right. We have the entirety of the New Testament. So we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. We can have a full biblical theology. Um, so that that's really precious to us. There's another angle on this, though, we have to talk about, and and that's the part that we really don't understand all that well and evidently don't have to. We understand enough to know that there were evidently corruptions of Christianity to which Jude is addressing himself right. that had to do with grotesque um, sexual, sexual sin, sin yeah. that we really don't know the full shape of and evidently don't need to. It's a principle here. Jude, Jude is, and it's going to come up again, uh, Jude is going to talk about those who basically forfeit Christianity for sensuality. Now, that that's not a new problem. It is it is a current problem, but it's not a new problem. That's no. good for us to know. No, I think you're right. And and obviously, I think he he might be even thinking about that 
when he mentions the Sodom and Gomorrah uh, passage later. He's like, this is, it's not even new to Jude's audience. I mean, he's like, this has been, Jesus has been dealing with this among his people for a really long time. You compare Jude to, say, 1 Corinthians 5 and 6. Paul is very specific about the sexual sin that was was, uh, very much an issue there. Uh, Jude's not. And and so one of the things this tells me is that the people to whom Jude's writing know exactly what yes. he's talking about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he doesn't have to say this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's so bad, as we shall see later in, in Jude, that uh, he basically says it's a, it's a complete corruption of creation. Yeah, it, it is interesting just even thinking about, I, I do think there is something about sexual immorality that is intrinsic to the mind of the sinner in the fact that, and this kind of even points to Romans 1, we need sexual sin to be celebrated in order to be okay with it. Because there's always something, just as people made in the image of God, that runs this check in our system. We have to have it affirmed and celebrated by others in order to continue on in our lives. And of course, we see, and this is, you, you're in this every day. Yeah. Um, so. Look, the bottom line is our bodies will take us to hell. Yeah. Uh, sensuality, because in the flesh, and that's why the body, flesh, sensuality, carnal, corruption, all that that comes up again and again. And this is just a good warning to us that even Christianity can be uh, nullified, uh, Mm. corrupted, uh, absolutely uh, defamed by Sexual sin amongst his members, that's a good thing for us to know. It's a good warning for us to hear. And and it can do it even to those who God has shown himself in major ways to, as the people who were led out of Egypt, who saw the most amazing thing ever. They walked across the Red Sea, and yet they were later destroyed by God because of their faithlessness. That's a good warning yeah, and, and notice again, like Paul, in verse 7, it's pursued a natural desire. Mm-hmm. And, and so we'll talk more about this as we go through Jude. But uh, Jude, consistent with the rest of Scripture, tells us that the sexual sin he's talking about is a rejection of God's creation order. Mm. And and so, by the way, that means you don't need a Bible verse to tell you it's wrong. Yes. Creation tells you it's wrong. That's right. Well, that's so helpful and um, such a powerful passage. Uh, let's just read verse 3 again. I was eager to write to you about our common salvation. I found it necessary to appeal to you to contend for the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. Let's you and I be faithful in that, and may our hearers be faithful in that. So for Albert Moeller, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening.